0: This is the
1: MLW Radio Network.
0: You know, President's Day may have come and gone, but that doesn't mean that you can't party like Slick Willie in the Oval Office. That's right, guys. If you cruise on over to BlueChew.com, you can get your first order of BlueChew absolutely free, All you gotta do is pay the $5 for shipping and handling. Blue Chew is revolutionizing everything that is romance in the bedroom. It's got the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but it's in a chewable form. So that means you can take it on a full or empty stomach, the choice is yours. Remember, Cruise on over to BlueChew.com, get your first order. All you got to do is fill out a few easy forms, and if you qualify, you will get connected with a doctor that can make sure that you are on your road to fun times. Remember, do it the way Slick Willie did it, not a blue dress, but this time it's BlueChew.com, promo code ECW, and as always, chew it and do it. All right, guys, if it's been your dream to become a professional wrestler, then look no further than the Tyson Dukes Wrestling Factory. It's Canada's premier pro wrestling training facility. Head trainer Tyson Dukes brings over 23 years of experience and has competed all over the world. Places like Ring of Honor, All Japan Pro Wrestling, Impact, and WWE's Cruiserweight Classic, just to name a few. Learn basic to advance in-ring skills as well as character development, promo work, and all other aspects of pro wrestling. Your first class is free for all new students. They're located in London, Ontario. Join the factory and start your pro wrestling career today. Contact Tyson Dukes on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at tysondux. Once again, that's Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Tyson Dukes T Y S O N D U X Don't wait. Join Canada's premier wrestling facility with Tyson Dukes Wrestling Factory.
2: This is control material with ECW Legends Jerry Lynn. Hey,
0: with press. Here is your
1: host, Mike Freeland. And when do we do session begin?
0: We're gonna do it. Right we're gonna do a countdown right now. You ready? All right. Since we're all recording, in Good. five, four,
1: four three, three. Stop.
0: stop it! Stop it! Okay. <laughs> right. cool. You're fucking with my countdown here. Okay. We will all start it's in five. It's a
2: fucking countdown. <laughs>
0: Are you ready? Now? I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready. Five, in five, four, three, two, one. We one. are all starting right now. Begin session.
2: Now. now. Begin session. Now. I We're will headed begin for the session. Venus. I think God that band almighty. had two songs.
1: What's that? Is it bad? Oh, oh, tell me later. Oh boy. Pam what Pam's hooked on this 90-day fiance thing. Oh, and now God. they're they're doing part 2 of the tell all. So something heavy just got released. No. What? Oh, oh jeez. It was clickbait.
2: Speaking Look of heavy.
1: That. Huh? Speaking of heavy.
2: Hey, hey. I
1: can't. <laughs> are oh. you doing well?
2: I'm doing uh, pretty fat.
1: Uh, what are you weighing there, Mikey? I mean, I'm pretty fat. Well, I see here that you're doing well and staying on track. But I see that last month you lost 16 pounds. And this month you have lost three pounds. Now three this pounds? is pounds? A- that's horseshit. Are you cutting so, these things in fucking rupees? <laughs> three pounds. This is a concerning pattern that you need to get a handle on. So why is the weight loss slowing down?
2: Because I like chicken parmesan at two PM, two AM, three PM, six PM, eleven forty five AM.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say, does the time really matter at this point?
2: Buck buck parm, baby. Buck buck parm.
1: Oh my god. Well, I think we know what your problem is. <laughs> that, that was more like a Cartman than the. It was. You were asking for your chicken pat Hey, man. That's not what a chicken sounds like. It does appear.
2: That's the chicken hawk. So So Ozzy canceled his tour today What? Again? Well he canceled it this time Oh last time it was just postponed he Postponed it twice Now he's he's canceled it Is he not doing well? Well, He said he's going for this uh, This treatment in Switzerland In April oh. And it's six to eight weeks So he won't be back in time To do oh, his tour Oh boy well, speaking of speaking of Ozzy though, I heard his new album. Mm-hmm. Ooh, tremendous! It's,
1: mm. it's very good, very dark. Aren't they all? Uh, Just a shot in the dark. Da, 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 da. No, this was this is uh, the theme is very dark. Oh, a lot of the ends. Oh, is he talking about the end of his career? Retiring life, you think it's out. Oh, jeez. Li- oh, only
2: 71.
1: Yes, I, I don't think Freeland has said two words a whole episode. And Let's he's, keep doing, going. he's doing very well considering the amount of recreational drugs he's done. Freeland, no, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was about to say, I don't know how many recreational drugs I've actually done in my time, but uh. No, I just I have heavy things on the mind, so I'm I'm just listening right now. I'm. Uh,
2: uh, What's with the heavy to... to... We're talking to Doctor Now again. Everything's going back to heavy. So you started, Jerry.
1: I know, boy.
2: Oh no. Oh know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. I, when I do it, I feel like Cartman. Listen, Freeland. Have you seen this guy, Gorilla Monsoon?
0: <laughs>
2: How about oh. the big boss man's mother? You know Maggie, that big boss man from She was a fat woman too. Mhm. I've set. I've set. Just so you know, I told Jerry this before. I've set my timer.
0: <laughs> yes. Holy shit! For yes.
2: fifty nine minutes. I don't even
0: believe. Oh, you're you're terrible. You are terrible. Yep. So I'm oh, ready Mikey,
1: to go. Did yes. you watch the Dynamite show last Wednesday?
2: Ah. Uh, was that Max and Jungle Boy?
1: Yes. Yes, I watched it. Well, did you see the fan dressed up as Scooby? Oh, Jesus
2: Christ. Yeah, Mike Freeland was there. I, <laughs> yeah. didn't, I, I thought he was going to win for Cincinnati. <laughs> oh, 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 I didn't know he was going God. to Austin, Texas.
0: Oh, man. Oh. Yeah, I heard plenty of that. Plenty of that fucking going on, on Wednesday night slash Thursday morning.
1: Why? What would you didn't,
0: hear? Didn't realize you were at the show. Oh, <laughs> Jerry must have got you some great seats. Look at you, man, wearing your wearing your furry costume and everything. I mean, you were like yeah. in the ring. Yeah, almost, almost. From the way the the, uh, the hard camera was there, there was the uh, the Scooby Man.
2: You were closer but, uh, to no. you were closer to an AEW ring than I've ever been.
1: <laughs> Tell Mikey what you said when Jeff Cobb came out.
0: Oh, cheat! Nah, I don't know. that's good. say. Be- that's going to make the whole thing even sound even weirder. Jerry. I know. No, because that, that's Freeland just going to make everybody
1: everybody Freeland Freeland it. Freeland said when Chris came out, Oh, talked Why Why, Jared? Wearing
0: a Scooby outfit, we... too, Mike. No, dear. not – okay, okay. Listen, well, I it – really... It's got the hole in the back.
2: <laughs> hey, give me your corn on the cop. You know, boys – Mm-hmm.
0: I confide in you, and this is what I get back in return. You
2: confide my ass. You said it on the fucking podcast. <clears throat> you told three. Yeah, you true. told three people. <laughs> <laughs> Me, Jerry, and the mailman.
0: Oh God, Frank, Frank the mailman. Is he missing still? He's still MIA. I think he's hanging out with <laughs> Rage, the the effing lunatic.
2: I heard. I heard the lunatic this week. You did. I did. He's he's
0: back. Nice. He's back in the mix. He's back. He kind of has that Enzo Amore look to him. You know what I mean?
2: Wow, that's pretty fucked up.
0: <laughs> pretty fucked up. Can't even believe up. you went. There. Can't even believe you went there, Jerry. Good God. All well, right. don't feel bad. Did you? Yeah.
1: During did you see when MJF was gesturing towards Brandy? Yes. Remember what he did?
2: Yeah, he grabbed his crotch and said, "Hey."
1: Yeah. Suck it. After he did that, Pam said. I think he gave himself a semi.
0: (laughs) Wow. Wow.
1: So don't feel bad, Mike.
0: Yeah, I couldn't believe I, I, you know, I was really surprised when I saw that. Like, I I don't know if, if this day and age,
2: full mouth salute,
0: if this day and age wrestling fans, (laughs) what? still t- that a- dress up for the most part. You know what I mean? Like, do they still wear... Oh, don't even give me that shit. Having Jeff Cobb show up was pretty fucking cool. Would you agree with that? <laughs> Montanza? Okay, Okay. this is just... This is just getting out of hand.
1: Oh my gosh. Pop goes the I, weasel. I,
2: I pop for Jeff Cobb. Not like Mike did. But I did pop no. for his appearance.
0: That was pretty awesome.
2: I was a big fan of Montezuma. Revenge? No. Well sure. no, that, that was that you yeah, know, that his house was You sick. mean
0: what he was in Lucha Underground? Yeah, what was he called? Montanza? Montanza, yeah. Montezuma.
2: You know, Jeffrey Cabo Montanza.
0: Get it. Again. You, kill you my killed my father. You killed my father. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, I was reading, and uh, I guess uh, he's still technically a free agent, but I'm hoping that uh, hopefully we see more of him, especially after this week. It's going to be a good one.
2: 47
0: minutes. You are a sack of, oh, my God. What? You're unbelievable, Lint – well, both of you at this That's point on left. this episode. 47 Stop. minutes. Stop. 47, 41, 40,
2: 39. I'm ready. <laughs> I wasn't kidding. Uh,
0: you know, you know, I my my wife is unfortunately she's sick. She's under the weather, and uh, I went out and got her some medication, and then I went out and got her something to eat.
2: Rupees are not medication.
0: So <laughs> he no <knows> sells it. He <laughs> tried to. Do it. So she his so dramatic pause was mm-hmm. up. She goes. She goes. Hey, I'd like to get Arby's. I said that's fine. We'll go ahead and do Arby's. So I go to Arby's. Okay, this is why I'm just. I'm I'm kind of half seething right now just because I'm just frustrated with the whole experience, the customer service experience. So she wanted to get two beef and cheddars, and that's fine. I was going to get the crispy chicken sandwich.
1: What is? Are you okay, Mikey?
2: You <laughs> said beef and cheddar, and I just heard it. never mind.
0: I was just about to say, what the fuck, beef and cheddar? <laughs> I'm afraid
2: to ask. <laughs> Never mind, let's we're, move on.
0: We're, we're, yes, moving forward. So, I go ahead and I say, I'll have two beef and cheddars and uh, <laughs> the, the, the curly fries. <laughs> and then I said, I'm going to have one of your uh, crispy chicken sandwiches, right? So, this is not the first fast food establishment that has told me this. Oh, those are made to order. That's going to be about six to eight minutes. Now, What are The chicken? Have either crispy chicken sandwich. Has any of you ever experienced anything where they tell you it is going to be a special made-to-order and it's going to take X amount of minutes to make?
1: That usually only happens late, near closing, and you ask for a grilled chicken sandwich. Then they say it's going to take a while. I think it's because they don't want to make it.
2: If you go to a fine eating establishment like I do, and not these run-of-the-mill shit shows, everything you order is made to order.
1: Yeah, like six white castles.
2: That's right. (laughs) They make them things in about three minutes. Microwave, pickle, onion, (laughs) cheese, squish. Next.
0: Well, needless to say, I was upset, and I decided to... Cancel my chicken sandwich. Yeah, but you were having three. Which sandwiches I wanted, so I got. Fries? Yeah, I may. You were no, eating no. three sandwiches. <laughs> God damn oh. it. No, I was getting her two pieces. Oh, her? Okay, The whole order. And then I was going to get. Jesus Christ, what did you think I was going to do? I'm going to have coronary artery disease if I have. Two beef and cheddars, and then a crispy chicken <laughs> on top. No. Yeah, I thought you were going to eat faith the whole in me, thing. There, Jer. Okay. No, I'm not going to eat the whole goddamn thing. Did you have a, uh, uh, so, a
2: McDonald's a chicken Bang? <laughs> <laughs> the chicken McGangbang? The what? <laughs> it's, it's, the it's, two, it's two. It's It's two patties, oh hamburger patties, with a chicken in the middle. Uh. Oh, so, no. so it's so it's the cock spreading the beef.
1: Oh no! Wow. Oh yeah,
2: up here wow. it's, it's, it's called the chicken
0: McGangbang. <laughs> That's
1: yep. Mm-hmm.
0: That's fucking
1: I think They're gonna, gonna say it involved four beef and cheddars. <laughs> 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 <With> curly
2: fries. <laughs>
0: I don't know what, well, here's the problem there there's a problem that happened a month amongst, amongst all this. so I cancel the crispy chicken, right? because I'm told it's gonna take eight minutes. So I said, you know what? Just give me two beef and cheddars. That's it. so that means four. so oh wow <laughs> so so the person goes, do you want do you do you want just two beef and cheddars?' I said, no. I said it's a total of four beef and cheddars. That's it. So anyway, get to the window, and this individual is uh, – they're just trying to be like a comedian. Oh, you know yeah, what I mean? They're trying to be funny. I hate people that like, try to be funny. I'm not feeling it. Um, Those obnoxious just, pricks. God damn it. So he, he asks me, he goes, do you, still want, do you still want the curly fries? I said, you know what? That would be great. Thank you. So he puts the curly fries in the bag. So I got the two the, or the, the the two, the four beef and cheddars and the curly fry, okay?
2: 4241.
0: So anyway, I put I put it on my uh well no, it was only like 9 bucks. So I put it on my passenger side seat, right? And I'm just like, this is horse shit cuz I wanted the chicken thing. So I pulled out This is horse And then all of a sudden Now, I'm not doing that. So all of a sudden, <laughs> someone cuts in front of me, my back. What's that
2: Pass your eat four beef and cheddar, curly fries
1: Someone cuts in front of you
0: Someone cuts in front of me, I slam on the brakes The damn bag goes, hits the windshield, bounces back And goes down on my floorboards So now I have curly fries everywhere Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, for wait me. minute.
2: How high is your yes. fucking seat?
0: Well, I had stuff on my passenger side seat, and I set the stuff on top How of it. How much stuff was there? Uh, not a whole lot, but I had some stuff. So now I have curly fries all over my floorboards. So I'm like, you son of a Mike, bitch. Mike, I have a question. And I'm thinking it was...
2: Is this story going yes. somewhere?
0: <laughs> the end i'm gonna go fuck myself well, now so i thought on. it was gonna minutes. get
1: interesting when he ended up ordering four beef and cheddars
0: <laughs> you seem to be stuck on that point there lynn <laughs> did you miss the beginning part of the story when i said my wife was sick and i had to go no. out and get out food? i
1: mean maybe i did i don't know now see that see that's where you see that's where
2: S- you're fucking wrong freeland your attitude is all wrong
0: what?
2: my wife is sick in what way and i had to go out and get food yes you make it seem like it's a negative, like you had to do it. Oh, I got to go get know, fucking food. No, because
0: we didn't want anything that was here. She so didn't have to go get food. You wanted to go get food. No, she wanted something we didn't have Right,
2: here. so you didn't, so you didn't have did so. Not a problem. You, you, you wanted something you didn't have. So your sick wife wanted something. <clears throat> said, oh, I had to go get it.
0: Well, that's what you typically do when you have to leave the house. You have to go get it.
2: You make it seem negative.
1: No, he's saying you should want to go get it for your wife. Thank you. Thank you, Jerry. Oh, I have no I have no problem with 87 that. 87 cussures between the two
2: of
0: us, and we got to figure it figured out. <laughs> All I wanted was the damn chicken sandwich.
2: You should have went to Chick-fil-A. Where are you getting a, chick, a chicken sandwich for? Mm-hmm. At Arden's.
0: We don't have one that's readily available.
2: Close go to, to McDonald's. Give me a gangbang. Go get the BK yeah. broiler.
0: <laughs> yep. Yep, get a big old chicken bukkake sandwich from McDonald's. Oh, jeez. <sighs> get the fake
1: Get the fake burger.
0: Yeah. Get The, the, what, the, the miracle oh.
1: fucking doesn't, horseshit. Doesn't McDonald's have a fake burger now, too? Doesn't so. Burger King has the fake Whopper? I think McDonald's came out with a fake burger.
0: Oh, you mean like plant-based <clears throat> or something?
1: Well, yes. Burger King
2: has the impossible Whopper.
0: That's what it's called. Have either one of you had it? No. Oh, I have a fucking hamburger.
1: The last time we ate at Burger King down here, it was so bad we had to throw it away. We couldn't even eat it. Oh, jeez. Yeah, that that's what Philly did with
2: his zombies. <laughs> Didn't throw- <laughs> he hated those curly fries. <laughs> I can't do it on the goddamn floorboards. <laughs> yeah! We're gonna smorgasbord!
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fucking floorboards now. The Jesus.
2: fair is a fair, veritable fair smorgasbord.
1: Orgusbord, orgusbord.
0: So, you know Owen, what I did? Charlotte Charlotte's Web?
2: No? Okay, moving on.
1: No, what's that from? So. Did you say
0: Charlotte's Web? Yeah. Okay.
2: You remember the okay. mouse, Templeton the rat? I've
0: never seen it. Shut up. I haven't. You've never seen Charlotte's Wild? Not even well, the old one? But you live in Tennessee. We read the book in that school. Mean? That was it. That, but that what was does, years what, ago.
2: What does living in Tennessee have to do with... Yeah, what's that Charlotte's supposed West? to mean?
0: Huh? That's... Uh, I would assume that would be a classic novel. I mean... Why? Everyone mm-hmm. in elementary school reads that book. Well, I didn't go to elementary school here. The fair we read- a fair. It's a bushboard, <laughs> a bushboard, a or, or a <laughs> So you know what I end up doing? I end up driving around trying to find another place to get her fries. So I went ahead and I got her McDonald's fries. Mm-hmm. So you, you can imagine the surprise on her face when she had Arby's with McDonald's fries. I had to explain that. I'm going to think about that for a while. That's going to bother me. How did we get on the topic of... Uh... Oh, Jesus. The oh, goose was man. right.
1: This fair is a rat's paradise.
0: Bye bye, my humble Wilbur. Fare thee well, Charlotte, you old schemer. This will be a night <laughs> to remember.
2: It sounds like George Bush. It sounds
1: like Robert Goulet.
2: Mm-hmm. Goulet oh, big Bighorn. Who let the dogs out? Who let those dogs out? Who <laughs> let those little much go? That dress is so
0: scandalous. So Jerry, what what else is going on with you? I don't right care if it's notorious big skinny
2: croon. Oh look, a big one. <laughs> what? What oh look, a corner say? of the cob. Oh look, <laughs> a fairy in a Scooby outfit. Look at that, yes. Yeah, hello!
1: Oh scandalous.
2: You can't see the rest of that. Oh, okay. That dress is so scandalous, and you know another very naughty, naughty, naughty word. Can't <laughs> handle this.
1: <laughs> oh my God. Did you? Maybe you did get roofied.
0: <laughs> I'm not exactly sure what's exactly happening right now. We've kind of gone off the the rails here pretty quickly. Ray, yeah. <laughs> mhm. <laughs> so 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 Jerry, let me ask you this. What what else is going on with you right now?
1: Oh my god. Um well, we got a sh- a shed delivered this morning. And then I had to go Oh, Sherry got <clears throat> a she shed. Yes. Pam got her she shed. And uh so we had our car I don't even think we've had it two years and the check engine light came on. I Means you got to get her a new one. <laughs> Is that what you tell Angel? <laughs> <laughs> the check engine light comes on. Indeed. Or she says that to you. Check engine light came on. I need a new car. How, how to get you a new so, one? You won't notice the difference. Yeah, right. <laughs> was, you like, I swear I got you a new one. <laughs> no, really. No, so I took the car in and needed an oil change anyway, and they said it needed an O2 sensor. So, and get, well, we lucked out, because first, they he gave me a printed out quote, $450. For one sensor and an oil change? Well, that's without the oil change. Jesus. So he said, and this was last week, he said, well, I got to order the part. So, and he says, we'll call you tomorrow when we get it. I thought, great. And this was on Thursday. So Friday, didn't hear a word. This morning, about a half hour before the shed gets here, they call and say they have the part. So I make an appointment for two in the afternoon. And then also, we got True Green coming out. So, and luckily it was President's Day, so Annabelle and her friend were home. So I told them, if True Green gets here, you got to put up the dogs so they can do the yard. So... I prefer false yellow. <laughs> you do? Yes. But well, your yard will be straight out of Dr. Seuss. A little bit cheaper, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this wasn't bad. It's like I forget how much it is, but it'd be more expensive for me to go to the store and buy the stuff and whatever. So I have to take my car, go to Pam's work, get her car, and drive it to the dealership. <clears throat> and I get there about quarter to two. And they're pretty busy. And I tell them, you know, I have a 2 o'clock appointment to get a CO2 or an O2 sensor changed. So I'm sitting there. An hour and a half later, I finally go to the guy. I go, I was just wondering if he had an update on the, the O2 sensor. And he says, oh, you're done. I was just getting ready to call you. And I'm thinking they probably forgot about me. Because there were people that were there and gone after I was there. So I was starting to get hot. The all, <laughs> so, the all,
2: oh we're about to call you. Fuck.
1: Yes. Oh, but and but we lucked out with the with the oil change and then the final bill ended up being two sixty-six. So at least it was almost two hundred dollars less than what they initially quoted me.
2: That never happens to me.
1: But I thought the car isn't even two years old yet. I shouldn't be needing a repair like this. And I asked the guy, when he told me what it was, I said, so is this common? He says, no, it's just hit or miss. I've seen it at 10,000 miles, and I've seen some of them never go. And I'm thinking, well, if it's something that rare, wouldn't it be covered under a warranty? Of course not. Nope. Fuck that. Yeah. Take it deep. Oh, I did.
2: Eh, 200, that's not really deep. That's kind of like a...
1: Yeah, that's sort of like... At a medium pace. Second buckle.
0: That's not even up to the first jeez. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow.
1: <clears throat> your doctor must have small fingers.
2: So what mm-hmm. happened when your curly fries rolled over your floor?
0: I was pissed. I was I was I and was my- aggravated. I was about I was about to pull out of the Arby's and then somebody just like it like, sped up when they noticed that I was going to try to, like... My signal was on. I was like...
2: That's oh, why I don't signal. Bitch. So... Prevents those problems.
0: Well, I I was trying to be a good Samaritan, so... So anyway, um, I cleaned them out. I, I brought the food in and I cleaned everything out, so... Well, that's good. <laughs> this is the way the person actually said it to me. They were like, Hello, welcome to Arby's. What can I do for you tonight? Literally, I'm not even kidding you. I'm not even trying to. Were
1: you wearing here. your Scooby outfit? And I'm like, maybe that's why. And I thought,
0: I thought it. I thought the individual, and I'm going to state this as is straight as possible.
2: You know, you, was know, you know, you know how Freelan likes it. You know how Freelan likes it? It when me? he's wearing his, his Scooby outfit. How?
0: Why do we keep coming? Back? Why do we how keep is- coming
2: back? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Keep it up. Zoe? Keep it up. <laughs> Reggie. So anyway, that was that was everything. Also, this whole, I guess we're in the midst of uh, cold and flu season. I, that's I'm, drinking, I'm drinking. I'm drinking Corona. I went to the so pharmacy.
1: Speak. Oh, don't you
0: dare. Okay.
1: What? We're in the middle of coronavirus season.
0: Yeah, that's kind of. And a nah, I think thing it's kind do. of overhyped. <laughs> well, not over are here. dying. I don't know not really how here. you can you can overhype dying. Not I mean, over here. We're kind not dying. Of the, uh, the ultimate worst thing we're, to happen. We're not dying
2: so... yet. They said the same thing with the bird flu.
0: Yet. Yetay. Yeah. Yetay. Yeah, and that's that's the other thing. So. I don't know. Whatever. If people
2: start dying over here, then I'll, I'll curb
0: the jokes. What do you mean over here? Like Pennsylvania? Like the no, U.S. The no no, no, one's, yeah, no you... one's died over here yet. Uh, okay. In the so United there States? hasn't
1: okay. been any fatalities okay. here in the States yet? Not yet. The, that I'm not sure. <laughs> Did you just slur, Mikey? <laughs> I, <might> <laughs>
0: have...
1: <laughs> I almost said fatalities. You got me doing Dr. Now all the time. See? <clears throat>
0: Got weight issues on the mind. Mikey slurring his words. Drinking Corona. Talking about the coronavirus. I can't even believe that's gone down. What? Jesus. Oh fuck. I just can't believe it's it's made to order. Like what? What is so special about that? It doesn't take that long. Like you should make all of it. food and then just heat, keep it on the Maybe it the has heat lamp. to be that's made fresh it for it
2: to be crispy.
0: One 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 one
2: one one person <laughs> outside
1: to... Do you have a skip?
0: <laughs> what in the hell is wrong with you now? Mikey collects symptoms like kids collect baseball cards. What the fuck is going on here? One, one, one skip.
2: Number nine, oh. number nine... One person
0: oh. outside yes. of Asia has died
2: from this coronavirus.
0: <laughs> oh my God. Right. We've moved on from the people dying. No one's died yet. But you're, but, a lot of you, but you're telling me it's offside. From, yes. What? What do you mean offsides? Offside. I'm just saying we probably shouldn't joke about a deadly virus that could turn into a epidemic.
2: It now. already is. No, it's a pandemic
0: right now. Yeah, that's true.
1: What's that mean? I have no fucking idea. Probably it's a step before epidemic. Because in China, then it's over yeah, 3,000 people this from a guy died.
0: <clears throat> Jerry, Jerry, keep in mind, you're taking this from a guy who just literally played a clip from uh, Charlotte's Web in sang. What was it the mouse's
1: salad. name again? Templeton. Templeton. Exactly.
2: Templeton the rat.
0: Only I did have some wrestling stuff I wanted to ask you guys. There's 71,000
2: cases of the coronavirus. Oh, is that all?
0: That's still <laughs> Jesus, a lot. Yeah, <laughs> heaven forbid 71,000 people.
1: Hold on, I did hear, don't yeah. more people die of the flu every year? I mean, so yes. far.
0: There's a lot of terrible things that are out there. But let's 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 get back to the the, the situation at hand here.
2: 7.7... 7, hold on to order. I'm going to figure this out. So...
0: Seventy-one hundred. He's going to by
2: why he's seven point 7. seven billion.
0: Oops, sorry. That's...
2: Christmas time in Hollis, Queens.
0: Yeah. I was trying to. I was just about to say it's an Andy Williams Christmas at, at the Lynn residence. Of now,
1: what are you looking for, Mikey? What are you figuring out? The percentage. Yeah. With the population.
2: It's still a lot of people. Zero 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 nine two percent
1: Unless you go on a cruise or fly overseas a lot.
0: Well, they do say right now that this is, uh, according to CNN, which, whether or not you want to buy that or not, they got... They're saying that 780 million people in China are under a travel or restriction ban right now because of the... uh, of the virus.
1: Well yeah, but they're all like the big cities there, they're all right on top of each other too. It's so crowded.
0: Well moving on to some more positive and happy things. Like one to ask one to ask you guys a question.
1: I got a question for you.
0: Yes, Mr. Lynn. For who? Me or Mikey. Okay. Did you hear about the
1: leper hockey game? (laughs) There was a face off in the corner. (laughs)
0: Ah. Oh my god. Hey Willie. Oh. <laughs> wow. wow. Leprosy. We're we're going there too, man. Bad? Oh. Gosh, coronavirus now leprosy. How do you get leprosy, Mikey? If you're if you're googling this stuff here webmd, can you tell us how you what? get it? Leprosy. I've seen an armadillo? Are you are you born with leprosy or do you contract leprosy?
1: Well, you have to don't contract it. Don't armadillos carry that? The armadillos carry something very bad.
0: We are some sick fucks, I swear. Um, leprosy is, is considered a chronic, curable infectious disease, mainly caused by skin lesions and nerve damage. It is treatable. It spreads via airborne This is nothing about armadillos. Well, there's something.
1: Let me see. Let me ask Siri.
0: Here we go. Oh, God. Here we go. (laughs) What (laughs) diseases (laughs) do (laughs)
2: you want? Wow.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I got my Oh, no. Hey, Siri. All right. Yep. Still better than
0: leprosy.
1: Pop another Soma. What diseases do armadillos carry? It just says, "Well, that that's a big help." Armadillos, sound great.
0: Okay, here, here, I got the answer. What? I got the answer right here. More than half of Amazonian armadillos See, carry that's leprosy. What it was. The bacteria that causes leprosy, a chronic disease that can lead to disfigurement and nerve damage, is known to be transmitted to humans from nine banded armadillos.
1: Yeah, because. Pam heard a noise at her old house in the back of the fence, and the dogs were going out, so she went back there. There was an armadillo with its head stuck in the fence.
0: Okay, here's the deal there, Jerry. It's not armadillos in the United States. Oh, well. These these are Amazonian armadillos. What What if
1: one just came over on a flight from China?
0: Yeah. Why would... The Amazon.
1: (laughs) Wherever you sit...
0: Why is – why would an armadillo be on a flight from China if he's from the Amazon? Do you take a connecting flight? What the fuck? Oh, God.
1: No, people smuggle over animals, you know, exotic animals and stuff. I don't – I'm just guessing.
0: I don't know. I was – armadillos. So you're – okay, so hold on, Jerry. So you and your wife heard the dogs barking that an armadillo got its head stuck – Underneath the fence, right. Correct?
1: So she went and got a broom handle and poked it out and got it loose and it ran off. But someone told her that she was lucky she didn't touch it or anything because they carry leprosy. And I thought, wonderful.
0: Um, I think it would have to bite her and she would not go for medical treatment. I'm sure that they would have something that they would yeah, be you able think. to provide her. You just don't all of a sudden come in contact with this animal and, boop well, there you go. Your nose is falling off. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Here we go. Amazonian armadillo. Uh, ba, 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 ba. Hey. They live in. They live in Brazil.
1: Oh. Well. Do you think anyone uh, down there even tries to eat them? Like the, the turtles? Oh, try... well, people eat that's... turtle. You know, I don't know. I'm just. Wasn't it? Aren't they saying that that's how this whole coronavirus started? By people in China eating exotic animals? Or is eating that just uh a...
2: happened at a fish market.
1: Which
0: then again, really? back to my thing, don't eat fish. No, it was... They're <clears throat> wondering if it was chemical, or like a biological weapon or, or something. Or eating
1: like birds. Because birds carry a lot of germs and disease.
0: Transmission of micro... <laughs> <laughs> bacterium <laughs> leopards from armadillos to humans. <laughs> what? Oh, can occur in the southern United States. My oh, bad. wonderful.
2: <laughs> Don't be vegetative, please.
0: i say fuck this. I was going to share my goddamn story now. Oh, I wanted it.
1: To... All right, let's lighten the mood. How do you know when a girl with leprosy likes you? How?
0: Oh, God. Oh,
1: when she gives you the eye.
0: Hello. oh <laughs> When she gives you the eye. You know, speaking of eyes... Oh, no, no. I'm going to let that one go I'm going to give him the week off One of
1: my dad's horrible dad jokes He'd always say Don't yell through the screen door You'll strain your voice (laughs) Yeah
0: (laughs) Wow Now here's the thing This whole leprosy thing I'm looking at pictures of people who have it I mean obviously it's not a not something you want to have by any means, but I mean, I've seen worse. Wow. Nah, I take that back. Took a look at this guy. This is not good.
1: Did you see the movie about the guy who faked leprosy to get charity handouts? He was a leprechaun.
0: <laughs> you <are> a de- <laughs> Jerry Lynn. Oh my god. Wow. Wow.
2: Oh, this is terrible. What?
0: Where is this? Here, I'm gonna send something to you. This is. Uh, oh.
1: <sighs> Go ahead. This send. This about
0: it. the worst I've seen so far. Oh
1: no! I don't want to see that. Then I really feel. Do you? Oh my! Are you
0: serious? <laughs> yeah, that's what. That's what. That's what leprosy gets you. Wow. Ooh, looks
2: like my uncle Bob.
0: Holy uncle hell! Uncle Bob. <clears throat> <laughs> He's got the Robbie eye. He's got them both. Jesus!
2: My uncle Bob had Lou Gehrig's disease. He actually communicates by looking at a screen and looking at the letters with his eyes and spelling
1: out what he wants. With his eyes? Yeah. So you can't use your arms at all? What is it, slowly paralyze you? Pretty much, yeah. Oh, that's terrible.
0: Well, didn't Stephen Hawking have to do that?
2: No, he could. Couldn't he talk? Oh, no, he talked with a computer.
0: He talked with a computer, but he uses his eyes to pick out the words. Have you ever seen Stephen Hawking give, like, a speech or anything like that? No.
2: I remember he met uh, John Oliver one time. Who? John Oliver. He's a comedian. (laughs) He said, uh, John Oliver said to him, he goes that, you know, you said that um, there could be an infinite number of parallel universes. So he said that, does that mean there's a universe out there that's that where I am smarter than you, Mr. Hawking? And he said he goes yes, and there's also a universe where you're funny. Wow <laughs> He's a smart man. There was uh, the audio of Stephen Hawking's last words.
1: Hello. Uh, Hi, Jerry. It did it again. Oh it God. just suddenly just disappeared. <laughs> oh. I bet you, you my computer's getting remember. ready to crash.
2: You didn't miss much. We didn't. We
1: didn't. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I didn't?
2: Uh, you know Stephen Hawking, right, Jerry? Yes. I said we. I mean, they got his last words. Oh, no. Here you go. I'm afraid to ask. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: That's terrible. Oh,
2: shoot. Hell us, Collie.
0: <laughs> last week, Mikey has a stroke on the show. Now we're making fun of lepers and hey, we're Stephen Hawking. Last seven minutes.
1: <laughs>
0: <Yes>! <laughs>
1: well, you kind of have a sense of humor in life. You do. Thanks, so... so...
0: If you don't you're going to yeah. go crazy.
2: I told I, I told they... the guys at NYWC, mm-hmm. when after Crusher Dugan died. Yeah. I said please for the love of God when I die, please have a good time and please laugh. Please.
0: Yeah, Feel free to make all
2: the inappropriate jokes. Yeah, I want people to have a party. I want to be creamy. they can smoke me up and they can roll me up and smoke me up.
1: <laughs> Do me. But yep, gotta have a sense of humor. Indeed.
0: You know what you could do? You, you you could get cremated and then have somebody secretly just put like a teaspoon or so in a pot of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> the wig. Oh. oh. Oh, how's the brew? That's terrible. Oh.
1: What would you name that brew?
0: Oh, that's a good one. I don't know.
1: Shit. What nationality are you? Are you French? It could be a French roast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Do you hear about the guy who is, uh, who I, I forget what part of the world he was from. I want to say Great Britain, or it could have been Ireland, one of, the, one of those. And um, he recorded himself before he passed away. And uh, he recorded himself and he told his, I guess it was his nephew, to please play it as they uh, are at the gravesite before they lower him down. Oh, no. So no one realizing exactly what was going to be on this thing, music or whatever like that. So he hits play, and uh, I guess there's some music or something, and all of a sudden they start lowering the casket, and the voice goes,
2: hey, let me out. (laughs)
0: Let
2: me out. I woke up. I'm okay. Oh, no. You son of a bitches! let me out. Oh,
0: it was great. Did they buy it? Uh, Everyone started how it was. Everyone loved it. And it was like two minutes. This guy going, this isn't funny. (laughs) I'm going to remember all you sons of bitches. (laughs) And uh, it was just it was it was so unique and creative the way this guy decided to do this. So kudos to him. He's enjoying uh, the afterlife and, and having one last laugh on everyone's uh, account. So
1: now I'm really wondering what Mikey's uh. going to pull. Oh, I'll
2: think of something. I know you will. I do think I want to be cremated. Yeah, yeah. I do.
1: So take up less space. Should we uh, do an open before we talk about some wrestling? I, one, one more chance to be smoking I, hot. Oh, jeez. I, 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 <laughs>
0: Welcome to another episode of Front Row Material. (coughs) My name is Mike Freeland. I am being... Sorry. I have a little call. Carry on. I am being... Carry on. I am being... (laughs) And begin. Okay. There we go. So let's get into a little bit of wrestling as well here. Before we Let me ask you guys this question. I know that in the late 90s early 2000s, I mean, obviously, before Vince bought WCW and, and ECW, was free agency a big deal? Meaning, were people aware of each other's contracts? Were, were people aware of when contracts were expiring? Did, did people generally make that an open forum type of discussion as far as, oh, this is going to be such-and-such such as last night, or, you know, I I knew that such-and-such such put their notices? What notice year was this? How, how are you talking about? In the no Was the locker room. I would say mid-90s, mid-90s to late-90s, maybe early 2000s before Vince bought everything. And the reason I bring this up is because it seems like nowadays a lot of people seem to know when contracts are coming up. It seems that a lot of people know when the last night of somebody is, when somebody's going to be written off a TV. It seems like the fans know a lot about what's going on as far as the business side is concerned and free agency and who can sign with who and when can they sign with who. And do you feel like that is something that just recently started to become a big thing or was that kind of prevalent um, back in the, the I 90s? I think
1: when the Internet and social – well, when the Internet started, I think you found out more about it. And then, of course, now social media, well, everything gets is out there. But years and years and years ago, before all that, when you were done in a territory, you either lost like a loser leaves town match or they may have put you out with a serious injury. So, you were, you know, you were gone for a while.
0: So do you remember, Jerry, any experiences where you were not taking those scenarios into consideration, but when your contract was going to be up? Did other people in the locker room know? Oh, you know, Jerry only got X amount of days left, or anything like that. Would you guys openly discuss this kind of uh, stuff?
1: I, you know, it, maybe with just a few people, but you I know, guess in your clique, they would know. Yeah, yeah. And some guy I, like Raven was like,
2: "Oh, I'm out of here. <laughs> Six weeks, five weeks."
1: But you know, I wasn't anyone like Sting or Hogan or The Rock or anything where. That would be big, big news, you know.
2: Right. But when I was when I was in WCW in '99, Jericho was game ready to leave. His deal was almost up, and uh, oh, that's it. That's it. I'll I'll talk to you guys next week. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my
1: god! All right, go ahead. Yeah, it said. It Did he seriously? John Watson left. All right, go ahead.
0: So when it comes to situations like that, I mean, you know, Mikey had mentioned that Jericho would – it was kind of known that he was on his way out. So is the general consensus to this answer or this question that probably to the close friends that that's something that might be common knowledge but not necessarily – it's not made public to everybody.
1: Well, I think it depends on how big of a star you are, you know, because obviously if it's a big star, it's bigger news, and then where are you going, you know? So everyone's trying to get the scoop. So it just right. depends.
0: I find it to be interesting now because, we, you know, we hear about when Brody Lee is going to be able to f- officially make his first appearance somewhere, and then obviously Brian Cage, and then obviously we have the current thing with – Um. All different stars. I mean, you know, the Revival, they have made it, made it very clear that they are not going to be signing contracts. Jeff Cobb is a free agent, so he's going to be doing his thing. We recently had the situation um, with Marty Skrull. I feel like this is in some ways kind of turning into Major League Baseball, the NFL stuff like that where free agency time period becomes kind of interesting and it's kind of a new wrinkle that fans kind of get into. Is that something that is, do you find to be interesting or do you think that, nah, that stuff should should not really be permeating the public?
1: I don't know. To me, well, to me, I'd rather have it be a surprise when someone's going to pop up somewhere else. I mean, why, I don't know. I'd rather have surprises instead of knowing everyone's next move and knowing the exact date they're going to show up. And
0: Do you think that takes away from it in some regards?
1: I do. I, I don't want to know everything that's going to happen ahead of time. Right. Plus, I think it's just more prevalent. I can't even talk now, now that Mikey left. He gave me his disease.
0: He did. He gave
1: Prevalent. Me- <laughs> Golly... Um, now that AEW is up and running, I mean, granted, there are other indie companies out there to work for and stuff, but and I don't mean to lessen them, but yeah, and that might be another reason too because you got all the I mean, the indies are so hot right now, and a lot of them are doing very well and drawing thousands of people, so there's other places to make a living, and so maybe it's just more out there now because. Like, well, there are, you know, the fans want to know where everyone's going. Me, myself, I don't want to know. I'd rather be surprised.
0: Do you think right now, if you were 100% healthy, 100% in your prime, and obviously, you know, you have to take into consideration a wife, a house, children, stability, all that kind of stuff, would you want to be with a major promotions signed and not exactly sure how you're going to be used or whatnot, or would you rather be on the independent circuit where you can kind of make your own schedule, uh, determine where you go and when that kind of thing. W- what would you, in your own opinion, because everyone's opinion is different. What would be the ideal situation that you would see for a, a current wrestler today? Would you encourage them to try to get signed with somebody big or would you say, you know what kind of go everywhere and experience everything?
1: That there's a lot of different factors to that. Like you, said, like you said, if you're married and have kids, you want more stability and you want to know. I think you'd want to be under contract and know that you are guaranteed a paycheck every week for a certain amount of time. Now, if you're single and you're all right with bouncing around and have a lot of freedom, and it, you know, that would put a different spin on it. Or plus, what are your goals? Because your personal goals that you want to achieve at what points in your career will change the decisions that you want to make also. So that's, that's a hard one to answer. Obviously, if you're married and have kids, you want to be more stable and know exactly what you're going to be making. Right. And know you're going to have a paid, a guaranteed weekly paycheck first, you know, however many years that you want to sign.
0: Interesting. It's always interesting to get the take on that. You know what I mean? Just as far as how is that working or what are people's thoughts? But but you're right. It really depends on your situation. Depends on where you're, you're looking at and, you know, what your obligations and commitments are.
1: And it depends also, even if you do have a family, do you want to be on the road full time and miss seeing your kids grow up and miss seeing a lot of their functions at school and stuff? So... It Like I said, it depends on what your goals are in the industry. So, you know, maybe you want to wrestle, but you still want to be at home with the family. So maybe you just want to do it on the side part time. There's a lot of different factors to consider.
0: Hmm. What would you say right now, in, in your opinion, is something that is being done in wrestling today, whether it's from a business side or a performer side that you like now that maybe wasn't happening you know, 10, 15 years ago? Something now that you see working for a company like AEW, you're like, man, I really am, am happy to see this happening. Wish this would have been around when I was active. Well,
1: I guess just the the number, I mean, not necessarily just in AEW, but just the number of independent companies that are out there now. Like years and years ago, there wasn't a lot of indies like there are now. Every city probably has at least a dozen independent companies around it. And so there's so much work out there, even if you're not under contract with a major company. Right. So there's a lot of guys that are making a living just doing the indies.
0: There's a lot of different places that are hotbeds right now for – independent wrestling right now, and I know Chicago's a big one right now. I'm trying to think, what were some other the the hotbed areas that you remember going to as far as the indie scene that were really exciting to go to? Because there's so many promotions out there, especially around WrestleMania weekend that kind of culminate, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That really put on some awesome shows.
1: So you're talking about back in my time?
0: (laughs) back at yes back in your time
1: um
0: oh well i I guess over the years
1: there were quite a few different ones where that i could call my regulars where they brought me back repeatedly and one was aaw in chicago Mm -hmm. uh nywc out in long island um ACW down in, they started in uh, San Antonio and then they moved it to Austin, Texas at Anarchy Championship Wrestling. Um, There's another company, I'm trying to think of the initials, AWW or down in, um, why am I brain farting the city? Uh, Terry Funk's hometown. Amarillo. Amarillo. There, um, wrestling syndicate out in new jersey um xpw after ecw folded worked for xpw quite a bit so there was a lot of i guess i had a lot of different regulars back in the day
0: did you ever get a chance to work with ddt
1: where are they based out of
0: i want to say that's in japan no Okay.
1: Japan. I, see that. I worked for I think it was called UWF something like that. The Lucha the Lucha style promotion, and then after they were done, I worked for a few times for Michinoku, then New Japan, and then Zero One. That was my Japan experiences.
0: So you had given uh, you had done some seminars. I don't know if you, we ever talked about that. Any any potential for those in the future? Are you always open to that kind of thing when it comes to talking to the indie wrestlers and talking to people about, you know, what connections to make and, you know, what are some tricks of the trade, anything like that that might be on your horizon?
1: Oh, I haven't really been pursuing it because, you know, we finally closed on the house and we got a lot of stuff, We got a lot of projects i got to get done. So, but you know every once in a while someone will call and I'll I'll take a gig but uh probably once we get caught up on everything back home here I might pursue it some more but I really enjoy doing seminars because what we do isn't easy and there's a lot to soak in and even like I love my job with AEW because when when I explain something to one of the guys and um uh, When you see the light bulb go off, and they go, "Oh, I get it now," that that's very rewarding.
0: It's a teaching moment right there, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, i (laughs) I think it's it's neat to be able to pass along the knowledge and the experience to somebody and kind of help them along the way, so they might not, you know. You hear a lot of people say, have this fall into the same pitfalls that I did. You know what I mean? Right. To be able to help you. And I think that's neat when you can have people who want to do that. And I think that's where it makes instructors and teachers and mentors so vitally important.
1: Well, that's one thing that's changed now, too. When I broke in, there weren't guys running around doing seminars. You just – and you didn't really run around and ask a lot of questions either. You just – uh, kept your eyes and ears open and your mouth shut. And then when someone took a like into you, then they'd start teaching you, you know, a- extra little things here and there. And then you could, you know, once you got to know them and stuff, then you opened up and started asking questions. But you didn't just run around, and start, you know, it was just a whole different world back then. But I was fortunate like? that, like, Baron von Roschke and Sheikh Adnan L. Casey and, you know, they, I, Did a lot of road trips with them, and they would. I learned a lot from them, and uh, I'm trying to, you know. Then there there were others too, like when I headed down to USWA and stuff with Eddie Gilbert, and and I learned a ton from Terry Taylor. So you know, it just has changed slowly along the way, and now now the guys are very fortunate that uh, a lot of people are doing seminars.
0: Yeah, and if you go onto YouTube, I know um, RF Video does a bunch of different seminars. They record them, and they are fascinating. I remember watching a Christopher Daniels one, and I I don't know if I brought this up to you before, but it was really damn good. I mean, there was just so many things, and it didn't even necessarily have to do with physically doing anything in the ring, but it just had the, the, the wisdom that got imparted and the conversations, and the Q&A sessions, and all that kind of stuff. And it's funny because a lot of these stars that you would think would be, they would think highly of themselves, a lot of them still even say the phrases, I'm still learning right now. Like, I don't even feel like I should be up in front of people. I mean, I've heard several people um, who have said that in their in their seminars. And And, you know, one person could say they're just being humble. But I think in a lot of ways this type of industry evolves so much and there's such a, a a steep learning curve that you're always learning. And I think what they're saying is true. It is.
1: I'm still learning. You never stop learning. I mean, and it's not just because of the way the business has evolved either. It's just, um, it's, it's hard because it's all based on, you know, human psychology and emotion and, And every crowd's different. And it's just there's a lot to it. And this weekend, too, I think uh, uh, Sunday, Dean Malenko did a seminar in Atlanta. And then I think today, Dustin did one. And I wish I could have been there and attended their seminars because you can learn from everybody. Because everyone looks at things at a little different angle.
0: Somebody asked me a question here, kind of on a on a on a different side here, kind of turning the page here. What was the craziest gimmick match that you've ever heard of before, stipulation wise? Oh wow! And just to kind of throw something. I'm afraid out to
1: your,
0: say. <laughs> there was. Well, I guess I, I over guess in was,
1: Japan they've had like piranhas and a tank match, and who knows what else, you know. What, you
0: would have to get into the tank with the fish if you I, lost. I
1: I don't know what the stipulation was, but they actually had a, you know a big fish tank that someone could fit in with piranhas in it.
0: I remember WCW did uh, Viagra on a pole match. They even did Judy Bagwell on a pole, which was, uh, I guess, Buff's mom. I guess Not about that. Real, yeah, real life mom. I think that's kind of interesting. So. I don't know. Just kind of curious. What was the the goofiest stipulation in a match? You're like, what in the hell is this? I never understood the concept behind the coal miner's glove. It was just
1: yeah. It's basic. It's uh. It was a weapon. Whoever got it got to use it as a weapon because it was uh, technically a glove with like metal studs on it. Okay. So it was a foreign object. So whoever got it could use it as a weapon. Almost like Thunderdome, with all the weapons on the side of the cage.
0: Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Was there ever a match that you can think of that you wish you would have gotten a chance to participate in, and it never came out? I mean, do you think you would have liked to have done a a War Games?
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, there's probably a lot of different matches I would have loved to try. Yeah, War Games would have been interesting. Um one of my favorites watching, I don't know about participating, was the old bunkhouse stampede where everyone came to the ring with a weapon. <laughs> it was awesome. Oh, my
0: God. And everyone just beat the tar out of each other. Yeah. Wow. Yeah,
1: everyone come to the ring wearing jeans with knee pads over them and you got to have them tucked in your cowboy boots or your wrestling boots. That's a rule.
0: I did not know that because I was watching a. Uh, I'm joking, but everyone. Just, well, I was I was going to mention that because I saw Jake Roberts. He was a referee in a TNA show, and he's done that before. Tucked the the jeans into the cowboy boots, and I thought, mm-hmm. is that a is that a thing? Like, are you supposed to do that? Or, no, it was
1: <laughs> it was just a style, probably. I don't know. Just curious on that one. Well, no, you you got to do it just because like back in the day when I would wear Zubas. Right.
0: Anything else on your mind you would like to uh, to discuss this week since we've talked about uh, leprosy, the coronavirus, uh, Mikey's uncle with Luke Gehrig's disease, Mikey slurred his words again. I mean, we've had a little <laughs> bit of everything again. Yes, we have.
1: Um, no, you know, I know we hit on leprosy and we're joking and stuff, but you got to, you know, we're just joking around nothing serious just having a sense of humor so you know someday when the doctors diagnose me with leprosy i'm just gonna laugh my head off
0: (laughs) i was just about to say you can say that that damn armadillo
1: (laughs) no i'm just kidding
0: no um
1: trying to think next time i think we should hit up um get a bunch of fan questions what do you think we haven't done that in a while
0: we haven't done that in a while, so next episode what we'll do is we'll uh, we'll gather some questions from listeners and we'll get them to uh, to pose some questions to you and Mikey. I, I, I'm still shocked at this point that he literally said, I'm out, and he is gone.
1: I know. Now he's going to cut a promo on us next week when he, says, he hears that we kept on going.
0: Good God almighty. He wasn't fucking around. Nope. And it took us at least 20 minutes to really get going here, so he really, he really using one around for his and he set his little betty crocker timer did you hear that ticking in the background
1: no i didn't hear the ticking but
0: i i heard it i'm thinking he's either making muffins or he's taking this thing seriously well
1: i'm gonna get one then one that rings too like a bell
0: bing you you should <laughs> i think i will good night everyone yeah
1: you'll hear it ticking the whole time <laughs> yeah like i'm baking a dozen cookies
0: oh god
1: all right i'm out of here
0: well if If you guys enjoy what we're doing, please go on over to iTunes. Give us a review. If you'd like to go ahead and pick up some merchandise, pick them up. Over at ProWrestlingTees.com, you can put in Jerry Lynn and Mikey Whipwreck. Wow, I'm getting it now. It's contagious. Mikey Whipwreck, or you can even go ahead and put in Front Row Material. Do your thing. Support the show. uh, If you have any questions on social media, we will talk to you guys next time on Front Row Material. The world of NLW Radio never stops.